a show that delves into the mystery of mystery. Bad dating shows and even worse dating advice. I'm Sam Labuti. And I'm Andrea Springer. And this is Helpless, Helpless Romantics. Alright, hi. Hello and yes. welcome. Welcome to Helpless Romantics. This is episode three. Uh, obviously we'll be discussing episode three of The Pickup Artist. Shocker. Yeah, shocking. Um the VH1 uh, reality dating show, sort of, from the mid-2000s. Uh, hopefully, at this point, you've been following long <laughs> enough that you know that. But I always feel like I should kind the, of refresh people on what we're talking the about. The Nightmare Chronicles. The Nightmare Chronicles of Mystery, um, which is what they should have called this. But um, one interesting thing I've noticed before we get into the episode that's been happening is we are getting a lot of messages. First of all, we're getting a lot of um, kind comments about the show, and we thank everyone for that. Thank you. Um, but we're getting a lot of like direct messages from people like telling us information they have learned about mystery to like fill us in, which is great because, once again, we do not research <laughs> at all on our own, so we get all of our information about the show from people who message us. Um, one comment I got uh, was that I referred to mystery and all of them as magicians too often. Yeah, which is true. Which is very true. Very true, but also, like, fuck you. Like, if you can think of a more accurate description for mystery than shitty magician, by all means, fucking send it to me. But if you can't think of one, then I'm just going to keep calling him a magician. Also, um, one of the messages we got, Andrea, right? Mm -hmm. One of the messages we got informed me that mystery is an illusionist. So does that make you like him better? Uh, well, I do love magic, but I also don't know what the difference is between illusionist <laughs> and magician. I, am, I don't know, more Axe Body Spray like, to be an illusionist? Yeah, I, I feel know. like you should know. I feel like you're, like, weirdly into magicians. Yeah, like, I probably should, like, be able to, like, break it down for you, the exact differences. No, I don't know. Uh, illusionist sounds uh, shittier and douchier, so it makes sense that that's what my, uh, fucking mystery is. But, um, yeah, episode three... Oh my um, god. I just have to say right off the bat that I am just salty about this whole episode. Yeah, you were very upset and I was very upset. And we'll get to the part where I think we both were upset, <laughs> which we both got very upset at the same time. Um, this whole episode is just uncomfortable and weird from start to finish for yeah, so many reasons. it's a wild ride. Well, we start off with um, basically everyone talking about how Spoon has left us. He's left the show. <laughs> Yeah, um, but the funniest thing to me was everyone sitting around making a lot of genuine, heartfelt comments about a man named Spoon. Yeah, yeah it was just like, you know, I really felt a connection and, like, a kinship we were starting to develop. It's so hard to no longer have Spoon in the house. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, like, we are gathered here today to mourn the loss of Spoon. Of spoon. He is survived um, by his family, a fork, knife, the, and the, bowl. Yeah, the cutlery family. Um, that was just funny right off the bat to me. Um, they also have a new intro, I think. Yes. Unless they don't. I, I, we, like, I don't pay attention enough to the show. This is on you. It's very possible that this is not a new introduction. And we but, are just talking about something that's been in the show since the beginning. Yeah, but it looks like an episode of Forensic Files. Yeah, they go really into it. And also, I've noticed, I think, again, this is not much sure of this just this episode, but they've added um, a lot of transition shots where... Um, and I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I always felt like when I saw Mystery, he either 
should have uh, appeared and reappeared or disappeared in a puff of smoke before he like left or entered a room. And they've been doing a lot of transition shots where like it'll be his face talking and then like purple smoke will like come across the screen to like transition to the next yeah, episode, which that, I'm really yeah. a fan of. <laughs> now that we know he's purple an, smoke. Now that we know he's an illusionist, I feel yeah. like the stakes are higher. Oh, the stakes are much higher. Um, and we get into a lot of um illusions and magic and spells illusions. in this show. Uh, we will get into that. Holy yes. shit. Um, by the way, I noticed some of them were wearing their medallions, and I'm just wondering, like, what powers do they hold? <laughs> like, did it enhance their douchiness? Like, what curse lies within the medallion, Andrea? What curses um, lie within those medallions? I think, honestly, just the curse of having to be around <laughs> mystery. <laughs> the, the, I thought you were going to say, the curse of having to wear a medallion. <laughs> <laughs> the medallion curse. Yeah, oh, no, now I have to wear no, this and look like a fucking I idiot. think it's just the curse of being ha- having to be in the vicinity in the of show, mystery. And, like, involved in this group. Um... Yeah, so we start off um, their uh, first test or trial or whatever it is. Um, he's like, we're going to talk to some women. And what they wind up uh, talking to uh, is just a group of, like, five-year-old girls. Yeah, it was it was oh, really weird. And that's really not even the part that I'm that salty about. No, um, that's they, not, but They didn't that's get that weird about it, but there was definitely, like, a weird moment where he was, like, talking about, like, mystery. He was talking about, like, passion and shit. And yeah. then he was like, and these little girls. Yeah, but, like, he's equating talking to women with dealing with a child. Yeah. You know, that's definitely troubling. He, also, mystery sh- probably shouldn't be allowed within 30 feet of a school, I think. Right, right. Well, yeah. and... And he says eventually, the girls in the club aren't any different from the girls at school. Yeah. Which I just take issue with for a lot of reasons that I don't think I need to explain. No, I don't don't think we need to explain why a lot of this is troubling. I think uh, most of us are all on board. Um, Someone should have put a stop to this. Um, Um, Pradeep looks at the children like he's just witnessed a car wreck. He is horrified and yeah. disgusted. And his first instinct is like, everyone jump on my lap. And I was like, oh no, no, no this is, this is horrible. Way. Do not go near this, man. Um, but the prize you win is mystery will teach you, uh, quote unquote, a top secret gambit. And mystery uh-huh. says, you can't put a price on this lesson. And my answer to that is, yes, you can. Zero dollars. Yeah. Uh, there, there is a price that you could put on your top secret gambit. And yeah. it is... No money. no money. <laughs> you should pay me for me to have to listen to your fucking, uh, you know, I'll, we'll get to what it is later. Yeah. Um, I want so badly to see Mystery interact with these kids because he makes them, like, do this challenge. Mm-hmm. Where they have to, like, tell a Goldilocks they story. They have to tell this Goldilocks story. Yeah, which, I first of all, I don't know how that helps you in the club. It's like, hey, baby, ever hear of Goldilocks? I was just thinking that, too. Yeah. Like, imagine that, like... Scott went to the club and like he like starts talking to this girl and he's like, All right, so once upon a time (laughs) there was a little girl. Yeah, especially coming from Scott. Scott's comment when he goes into the room with children it says he says, Oh my god, they're like piranhas. Uh, They're like piranhas that fillet the flesh from your body. And I almost called CPS, and this show aired a decade ago. That's how creepy that was to me, that he referred to these children as like piranhas who would fillet the flesh from your body. Uh, Like, Scott seems nice, but also, uh, like, he's going to murder someone. He's definitely... Um, um, I wanted to see if you would indulge me in an activity. I I guess I'll have to. Um, (laughs) We're recording. (laughs) (laughs) Wherein you... Do, like, 20 seconds 
or 30 seconds of this challenge oh, as no. though you oh, were no. mystery. Oh, no. I don't know how to do that. Like, that is, like... Am I a good enough actor to get into, like, method, like, as mystery? <laughs> like, do I have enough, like, rings and stuff and, that I can put on do and, like, ruffled shirt? you need me to find you a shirt? hat? You need to, you need to find me so many fucking hats if I'm gonna, like... <laughs> I don't think I can do this unless I'm wearing, like, four fuzzy hats, 12 rings on one finger, and, like, a bunch of chains and a ruffled shirt. So... Okay. I'm sorry. Because I don't if know you're if not up to you. it, then I'm gonna do it. Well, okay, then you... Yeah, fucking okay. you do it, then. Okay. As mystery. Goldilocks and Three Bears, told by mystery. Is that what you're doing? Yes. But only like 30 seconds of it. It, it, Okay, make it like 12. (laughs) Okay, it's going to be like 12. Hello, youngsters. Oh, no. I am here to tell you a whimsical and (laughs) magical tale of a little girl who looked just like you. Ooh, she boofed my nose when she said that. (laughs) Ah, and this little girl was a naughty little girl. Oh, no, this is <laughs> And she went to the forest without her parents' permission. Mm-hmm. What lies are... <laughs> I was waiting for uh, the neg. What? <laughs> I was going to neg these little girls. An empty house. Oh, no. <laughs> these guys. Oh, boy. Um, during this challenge, uh, Brady mentions that one of his downfalls is that he's a good listener. And it's like, oh, blast! I spend too much time genuinely listening to women and not treating them like children. <laughs> like, oh no! They all like feel so bad about like their um, positive, endearing traits that yeah. are like positive in a relationship. As a side note, being too good of a listener is what I say is my fault during a job interview. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, ah, oh, what's my uh, down? What's my uh, less, my worst quality? Oh, I guess. I'm always on time and I work so goddamn hard. I like in a fucking interview, yeah. Much. Care too much. I try too hard. I always uh, do such great work, like <laughs> shit like that. But um, we have our first drama. Um, I'm not sure. Like it wasn't that interesting, which is sad because like the drama in the house is usually the best part of these shows. Uh, Pradeep, when they're like bringing the girl, little girls in to choose who they like the most, Pradeep he's like pointing himself like, "Choose me, choose doing me." Like a weird pouty doing face. a weird little pouty face dance, like, mm, "Don't you want to choose me?" And so you know, the little girls fall for it, and everyone's fucking pissed off that he, you know, has like cheated, quote unquote. Including also, me, honestly. Yeah, but also part of me is sitting there and like, yo, you why don't you fucking point to yourself then? If right. you saw Pradeep, if if it's like working so great for Pradeep, regardless, that wasn't. It was, like, a drama, and I was hoping it would, like, yeah. explode into, like, a big thing, but it really wasn't. Joji should have won. He was actually really good with the kids. Oh, Joji was really good. I mean, Pradeep did cheat his way into it, which allowed him to learn one-on-one from Mystery what he, what Mystery called oh an God. attraction gambit. Does and the attraction like- gambit is called the Spell of Attraction. Yes. Now. Yes. You told me you wanted to do something. Yes. Right? What is I it? wanted to have you... And me, bef- yeah. we paused the episode paused and the we episode. both wrote down what we think a spell of attraction yeah. would be. Also, this was the point where we paused and I also got Chinese delivery food, which I'm going to talk about something from that too. Yes. But yes, we wrote down, can I, do you want me to read off mine or do you want yes, to read I off Yes, I want yours? you to read okay. off yours. Mine is the spell of attraction where you cut off a lock of hair from the girl you like, boil it into a stew, and then feed her the stew. And now you're legally married. Mm. <laughs> Once she eats the stew, 
It's legal. It's legally binding. That stew is a contract. <laughs> that's a good way to pick up women. Yeah, no, that's... that's Forcing that them into a legal contract. Via stew. Via yeah. stew. And that's worked a few times for me. What about you? See, mine was much more of like an incantation. Oh, yeah. Mine's more of like a, a potion. Okay. So, you approach the woman. Mm-hmm. You whisper the name of every member of the Spice Girls in her right ear. Yes, the right ear, of course. You whisper, Fabio, Fabio, Fabio. <laughs> In her left ear. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, this, you this makes sense. Sing, I'm falling for you right now. <laughs> you sing the chorus of Remix to Ignition. Yeah. And then you finish by pulling out a king of hearts and saying, is this your card? <laughs> That's much better than mine. Yeah, mine was more of a little potion. And granted, mine obviously works. I've tried it. But yours sounds like, I mean, it was starting to work on me as you were just <laughs> describing it. Like, I've never loved you more than I do now, uh-oh, baby. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Are you going to feed me some hair Ooh. stew? Oh, I'm going to feed you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got all kinds of hair stews for you, baby. Oh, no. This is getting weird. Turn off, <laughs> turn off this podcast off and podcast. never listen again. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Oh, boy. Okay, hold on. So we paused the episode. Can I just say real quick, um, Mystery yes. has a tattoo on his neck of a lipstick mark. Um, there's also, we've seen another pickup artist that we're going to talk about one of these days in an episode. His name is Sean Johnsonist. Google him, whatever. He also has a tattoo of a lipstick mark on his mm. neck. And my Chinese delivery guy had a tattoo of a lipstick mark on his neck. My first thought was, is this mystery? <laughs> because I do not doubt that somewhere in the world, mystery maybe is a Chinese delivery man. Um, but uh, that was interesting. Also, uh, I don't know if I want to admit this. As I was like putting the food in the bowl by myself, I mumbled to myself, mmm, so hot and ready and fresh. Which I feel like is something mystery would say about a human woman. <laughs> Which is how I was talking about my chicken oh, and broccoli. I'm embarrassed to admit that I said that, but you know what, fuck it, this is all about honesty. And I heard you say that, yeah, and you I would have told that. everyone and anyway. Just, yeah, you would have told everyone anyway. You didn't comment on it, which I appreciate, but also I'm just like... <laughs> You were just putting that in your pocket to, like, save for later. To oh, yeah. It's me. in the bank. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but this uh, spell winds up just being, like, a weird hand illusion. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Like, you said it was something that you learned when you were, again, in school. Yeah. It's like you put your hands together and, like, put your two fingers kind of far apart. Eventually, they'll slowly come together. And once they met together, Mystery did a, like, smooch sound. And then he's like, now you give me a kiss on the cheek. And, like, kind of, like, motioned for Pradeep to give him a kiss on the cheek. But, like, it was just very stupid. And, like, again, yeah, like, something I would have, like, been fascinated by in elementary school. I'm sure someone... I think someone did show me that on the bus or something. Which, that... Plus, the first challenge kind of leads me to believe that Mystery is a student at the school that he took them to. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's doing Billy Madison style. Yeah. Where he has to go back to elementary school and finish it in order for him <laughs> to win, like, a golden hat. Um, a golden hat. Yeah. And then one of the lessons Mystery says is, now what you're going to need to do is you want to be interesting. You want to be an interesting person. Someone that someone would want to talk to. And they're all sitting around like, ah, yes, very yes. wise. Like... Yeah, uh, sure. Like, no, like, this isn't like, like, this is the valuable, priceless information waiting for get, to get from you. Like, you would want to be uh, interesting to talk to. It's yeah. Like, well, yeah, no shit. If you are interesting, a girl will be interested. Yeah. Um, and then this is where he drops. Um, first of all, uh, so many code words in this episode. Like, eventually by the end of this show, it's going to be like, all right, we got a DHV over here on the neg, and he's uh, talking with the two set and all stuff. But this is where, and we knew it was a countdown until they brought up nagging. I repressed and, it. Oh my god! And then this is where they finally drop the idea of nagging, and we both 
loudly groaned as yeah. soon as he said it. Audibly groaned. <sighs> if you don't know what negging is, first of all, I'm sorry to ruin your life by telling you what it is. What negging is, uh, it's like making a woman feel bad so that she likes you. Like, isn't that what it is? Yeah, it, it's exactly that. And he kind of established it as like, Creating a power dynamic where, yeah. where, like, I feel like they were trying to weirdly kind of dance around it because it is a network television show, yeah, so they couldn't be yeah. openly misogynistic. Yeah. yeah, even though they were, even though that's the whole. But point they were of like it. trying to do it as subtly as possible, but they never really said like establish a dynamic where you have more power over the woman because she feels like shit. Yeah. Uh, so they were just kind of like establish a dynamic. Yeah, it's like make her feel terrible. But anyway, um, but they also said something that I need to talk about because yes. it makes me very angry. Um, where like he was. He was doing the thing with pretty and he was like grabbed hands and then she was like and he was like mystery said and if you if she lowers her hands and she's attracted to you and then yeah. he says we call that physical compliance yeah which Ooh. is a crime <laughs> yeah that's like something you like describe like that's something i would expect in a tv show about like training your like chihuahua Yes. Is, like, establishing, like, compliance from your doggy by giving, like, him a little treat and making him sit down for you. But yeah. we're talking about, like, again, human women, like, human, human beings. Human adult women. Human adult people. Please, and again, um, Although adults. sometimes children. Uh, Apparently sometimes uh, children. Yeah. But only to tell Goldilocks and the Three Bears, too. Yeah, it's um, weird. Poorly. Um, yeah, poorly, poorly, poorly. Um, eventually they all have, like, one-on-ones with um, Matador and J-Dog to, like, learn some stories and, like, things to tell to the women. And this is where all of a sudden we get into, like, a lot of discussion of genuinely, like, spells and magic. All of a sudden this episode, like, it turns into, like, Spike TV presents Hogwarts School for the Douchely Gifted. <laughs> where we're, like, talking about, like, spells and magic a lot this episode. Yeah. You know, where they're just, like... Do you, do you believe in ESP? Do like, you believe in ESP? <laughs> um, oh my god. Yeah. Also, Scott thinks that his D&D experience yes. will give him a leg up with women. Yes. The first time I've ever seen someone like confidently be like, Ah, yes, I can definitely get de- get laid. Don't worry. I've played a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, like, I, I got that too. <laughs> That's just so incredible. Um, And then... Again, they said, it's just like the little girls, like, from earlier. And I was like, no, it's not. Because if you came up to me in a club and treated me like a child, I would run away. Yeah, and then just kept insulting me and treating me like a child and screaming in my face about Goldilocks. I would, and then, and magic and spells. Yeah. I would feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, like, I don't even want to, like, dwell on the negging stuff because it makes me so angry and this yeah, is a comedy uh, Yeah, podcast? no, no. That's why I didn't want to get too much into it where it's like, there's a lot of like upsetting, troubling parts in this episode that I think we need to just move past because yeah. um, anyway, we get to the point where they're in the club. Once again, these scenes are like the worst. There's nothing funny yeah. that happens. They kind of like, some of them do kind of well, some of them do kind of bad. Um, Pradeep sort of sits on Fred's lap at one yeah. point. Yeah. Um, to like block him out of the he, conversation. Like, boxes him out of the conversation. Yeah. And, and so Mystery and Matador and all of them are... J-Dog, I'm sorry. Yeah, there's I only about one. There's only one other one. I just call him Accent Man. Yeah. Um, Ooh, um, Mystery and Matador and J-Dog are all upset at Pradeep yeah. uh, for doing this. Um, and Pradeep is upset at himself and blah, blah, blah. But what I want to point out is that Pradeep was basically just negging Fred, which is apparently fine to do to women. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were, they were so upset that Pradeep had, like, 
negatively like shut down Fred in the conversation. And established a power yeah, dynamic. Yeah, it's like, ha, huh, Pradeep, how could you be so rude and mean to a man? Yeah. You're supposed to be directing that energy at these women and treat box them out and treat them like garbage. Like, how could you do this to a man? Like, yeah. it, oh, I didn't even think about that. Like, oh. he basically nagged Fred, and they were so upset about it. But like, that's the whole point. Yeah. Of, but let's, we can't dwell on it. We can't dwell on okay. it. Anyway, um, Gay Joe wins. That's what I wrote down. No. Um, Joe, who the one whose problem is that people think he's gay, whatever, um, he wins. And so he gets to pick two people to be um, with him in uh, not being able to get eliminated. They get medallions. And Joe rollerblades around the com- <laughs> complex thinking about who he should choose, which is the first example of contemplative rollerblading that I've ever <laughs> seen uh, on national television. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I just, I felt really represented because when I have to have like a long, hard think about something, I just strap on those blades and yeah. like, I roll down the street. Yeah. And I think, I, <laughs> feel the wind in my hair and I yeah. think about life. And think about medallions. And I think about who I should give my wingman medallions <laughs> yeah. to. Oh, which by the way, they introduce um, what they call the ye- level two yellow medallions, which apparently represent cleansing action. I don't have a joke for that because I don't know what the fuck that means. It's like the opposite <laughs> so of cleansing action. They are like the dirtiest motherfuckers. <laughs> Um, like, I don't understand, like, every medallion, they introduce, like, what power it holds, and then just kind of brush right by it. Like, don't describe it. They'll just be like, this represents the power of your skills. And it's just like, what, what, what are you, what? Like, skills. Yeah, I don't, yeah, the power of your skills. Anyway, um. So, uh, we, let's talk about Pradeep again for a second, because Pradeep approaches Joe. Yeah. Um, because Pradeep is very concerned after nagging Fred. Yeah, after nagging Fred, he thinks he's going to get eliminated, rightfully so, he probably was. And so, for the second time this episode, Pradeep turns me into, like, a little pick-me-ass bitch, and he goes up to Joe, and he's like, Pick Will me, you give me, me money? Pretty, give me money, please. Can you give me the cleansing medallion? To which, to which Joe says, stop being stupid. Yeah. Which I really appreciated. Yeah. But, but Joe... Then, he was weird about it. Yeah, but no, Joe picks him, though. Yeah, and Joe He gives him the him. fucking medallion. And, but he was like, he was like I'm, I'm going to need you to think long and hard. And I was like, first of all, you are not mystery. No. That is not a thing to aspire to be. No. No, please. First of all, yeah, how dare you act like you're mystery? Yeah. Don't, don't be dishing out terrible advice to Pradeep. That's yeah. his job. <laughs> That's mystery. How dare you? You don't even have a hat, you oh, piece you of fool. shit. They are slowly starting to wear more hats, and I have noticed this. Oh, I also noticed they were all sitting in the elimination ceremony, and like half of them were wearing loose-fitting ties that didn't match their outfits. Uh-huh. The rest of them all had like newsy caps on and like hats. Like we are just like fashionized. Things are just getting out of control. It's out of hand. It is like. Everything, all, all these, like every bad fashion choice you can make, thrown into a blender, and then they just like spit it out at these contestants, and they wear whatever garbled mess they come out. Yeah, with. and speaking of their their fashion, I do have a bone to pick with this show. Of course, after the makeovers, one bone. Oh, I have a lot of bones yeah, to pick okay. with this show. But the bone that I'm talking about right now <laughs> is that after the makeover, I cannot, for the life of me. Tell the difference between Brady. Oh no, yeah, and Joe, Joe and Scott. Oh no, they all look um, just about the same. They all have like the similar kind of blondish hair. 
Yeah. It makes it troubling. You can tell once they start talking. Oh, yeah. Brady and Joe are harder to tell apart. Because Scott, once he opens his mouth, it's like, oh, yeah. you're a bizarre fucking D&D playing like, yeah. farm hand. You are an alien who is on this show to learn how humans interact yeah. with each other. And sadly, you Which, picked the one bad show. Call. Yeah, bad call. <laughs> sadly, you picked the one show that does not... Um, Teach you how humans teach you actually how normal human ja- humans actually interact because this show is a fucking nightmare place. Um, um, I did have a great idea hmm. that I wanted to run by you. Uh, what if instead of medallions, they just handed out hats every week? That's what the show should be, um, and it would well, yeah, because the medallions like. Are very like it makes sense. Obviously, when you look at mystery, it's like, yeah, this guy's got medallions. Sure, he's got extra medallions to dish out. But like, they don't like they keep trying to like have it be a part of the show. But then they like like half-ass it, you know, where they're like they'll show like this beautiful shot of all these medallions and they'll explain like what their like power is. But they don't really get into it anyway. Um, you said you were talking about Brady. I wanted to make sure I mentioned this because this was really funny to me. Um, they're sitting with Brady and he's about to be eliminated, but. You know, they wind up um, eliminating Fred, thank God. But, like, it comes down to Fred and Brady, and they're talking to Brady, and they say, you know, Brady, mystery says, Brady, looks can only get you so far. And it's like, yeah, looks can only get you so far. I would know. I look like literal garbage, and it's (laughs) gotten me nowhere. Like, it's so funny. I mean, I get it, because Brady is obviously one of the, like, more, like, normal, attractive-looking kind of guys. And they, you know, so he's getting by sort of on his looks as opposed to, um... Uh, nagging women and treating them like garbage. You know, yeah. he's not having as much success with that as Mysteria would <laughs> like. Um, um, I do also want to say that um, Brady looks more and more like Rolf from The Sound of Music every episode, and that is Lysel's boyfriend, not The Sound <laughs> of Music. Uh, he is a Nazi. Uncul- <laughs> okay, I am uncultured, and I don't know what you're talking about, but now that you said Nazi, I totally get it. And I'm legit I'm expecting Brady to approach a woman in the next club um, wearing a Nazi uniform <laughs> and saying uh, 16 going on 17. Oh, God. This is getting into dangerous territory now. <laughs> um, this episode, um, we basically covered all of what happens. Yeah. Um, this episode is looking like it's going to be maybe a short little sweet one. I said that at the, I remember I said that at the end of the last episode. I was like, was like oh, yeah. this is a short and sweet one. And it was like one minute longer than the first one we had done. Yeah. Um, but do you have anything else you want to talk about? Because I yeah. think we're coming to, like, that's all I've got. This is the last and only time that I'll be able to probably mention this. And I just want to throw it out there that Fred looks like an even sadder Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> he, looks, he looks like a depressed monk. Yeah. He like, and not like, you know, like Monk the Detective yeah. from USA. Uh, from USA Network. Oh my god, he does. He looks like a very, very, very sad Tony Shalhoub. Yeah, and like, it's harder to be sad than Adrian Monk because Adrian Monk lost his wife and suffers from crippling obsessive compulsive disorder. disorder. And yet, I think probably has a better chance Fred with the ladies so than Fred. Fred is sadder. Like, at least Monk doesn't bring up Katrina every goddamn day. Yeah. Um, that's basically it, right? Yeah, I think that's all, all we got. Um, was there anything else random from the episode? Oh, the the logo for the school was just a, like a winged cat. Was it? Yeah, it a was A winged weird. cat? Yeah, a cat with wings. Oh, that doesn't exist. Um, I guess that plays into the whole magic theme of the episode. Maybe at some point we'll be getting into... Um, incantations to crossbreed animals. I don't know. Maybe that's episode four. We'll find out. Um, 
We might do episode four of the Pickup Artist next. We also might do kind of a random one-off episode. We're going to try and throw in some uh, random episodes where we talk about things other than the Pickup Artist because we want to move this show in a direction where, you know, where we talk about a variety of topics. So yeah. one of those might be coming up soon. So hopefully you can look forward to that. Um, we have a Twitter now. What is it? HR Pod? Yeah, it's HR Pod. I'm pretty sure it's HR Pod. If it's not, then we fucked up and don't tweet that person and if it's not. We will us. edit it out. And we will edit it out. Um, also, you can find us on Facebook now. Um, we're now available on uh, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, everywhere. So tell your friends about it. Um, tweet at us. You know, hit us up on Facebook. We want to hear your input. We want to hear um, what new things you've heard that Mystery's been up to. Uh, things you like. Things you want us to do. You know, rate us, review us on Apple and all that stuff. Uh, I don't want to get it. I, I don't want to become one of those guys that says that at the end of every episode. We're so mad this will and be, salty about this yeah, episode. Yeah, we're, um, yeah. Um, so, that's it. I'm just rambling now yeah. about... I'm just keep talking about Twitter and Facebook, and now I'm just... Stuck in a circle of just rambling, and I should stop talking. And so, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> That's the end of episode three. We'll see you in episode four. This is Helpless Romantics. I am Sam Labuti. I'm Andrea Springer. And we're signing off here for episode three of Helpless Romantics. Thanks for listening.